He's such. You're just like your father. You're lazy. You're never gonna be more than lazy. You can't do this. You're gonna fail at everything. You don't know anything. You're fat. You're stupid. Why do you even bother to try? You're a worthless piece of. You're a failure. Who do you think you are? We believe we come here to participate in the fullness of the human experience. Since our inception on this earthly plane, we are told what to believe in our limitations. A great deal of human sorrow is a feeling of incompleteness, brought about by limited thinking of our divine potential. The time has come to awaken to consciousness and become multidimensional beings, and become one with the multiverse of creation, following the fire within, guided by our pyro compass. Welcome to Pyro Compass. I'm John. I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about our thoughts and the nature of reality, time. We know we're not the only ones who think these weird, out there thoughts. I don't think I don't I don't think they're weird. Do you think they're weird? It's not your mainstream thought. But then again, we've never really been mainstream, so it's not weird for us. Maybe it's time to come out of the closet with our thoughts and <laughs> explore what it's all about. The things that we have experienced. Wow. Telepathy. Our, synchronicities. Could, I'd like to Go ahead. talk about an example. Um, at least bounce it off you. But So one of the first uh, things that John and I ever had happen verbally, um, it was kind of strange because John had just explained to me how words hover in certain places energetically. And so one night I had used the word tuning fork you want to elaborate on that story well it was the night before Thanksgiving 2015 and John and I had only known each other about a month and the night before that I was talking about a tuning fork and how it sounds and the way it rings and vibrates through you when you hold it and uh, John wasn't there for that conversation he came up for some coffee and dessert after the next day for Thanksgiving after he had been to his sister's and um, he was sitting in the same chair that I was in when I said it and he brought up the same exact situation about a tuning fork and how it resonates um, the frequency basically now that doesn't sound like much probably to most people but tuning forks not something that is a real common topic not everyday conversation uh, but was it? Be, do you think it was had something to do with you were sitting in in the same place I was when I said it? I don't know what it is. I mean, is it the energy that's trapped in the air? I mean, we always think our thoughts are in our mind, but where does the mind come from? Is it this one mind that we're all tapped into and we just don't all access at the same time? Well, or is there an energetic frequency held in the room? The conversation held in the room? Do you believe all conversations are held in in every room? In the air. I don't know. Is, right. it, is it the location? Or is it the mind that I've just tapped into your mind that was outside of time, or at least out of the current time? All right. That brought me to a, a thought that I haven't had before. But one of the most popular songs ever recorded was by Phil Collins, In the Air Tonight. Okay. In the Air. Ooh, interesting. Didn't even think about that. So you just brought that up. So does that song bring things into the air I know that when we've played this song we're both musicians it tends to change my um, energy yeah mood usually too sometimes good sometimes not so good uh, but is it the key 
it's being done in because every key would have a different energetic vibration nope I agree so that's going to change our molecular shell our structure our shell of energy is it changing it or just shifting it to make you more receptive almost like a trance um, what's the word I'm looking for not a trance but a automatic writing and that could be from outside forces all right so these are okay so these outside forces you're talking about are they are they spirit are or are they we've talked about this before how once a word has been said or, or songs been played on the radio you get all these waves of energy um going through the air all the time it never stops because where's the sound going to stop it's just going to keep bouncing correct oh well, it's like the movie lucy i mean when she got to that point where she was tapped into everything she was seeing outside she was seeing everything every vibration okay. what was coming off people transmissions like we came one with the cell all. phones right signals coming in correct correct all right now how far into the state of the mind do you have to be because I, I i think that's a state of your mind that you can't touch because we as human beings only use roughly what ten, well people with ocd used which is obsessive compulsive disorder use 10 percent more than the average person now these people get labeled and that's the problem is the label as it being a mental illness i don't think it's a mental illness yeah I, uh, I think it's the power and lucy in that movie i think was tapped in so far but how far now how much is that your subconscious your right brain your left brain coming together to give you the wise mind makes and, sense and how much of it is well you need your left brain to actually even verbalize it otherwise you'd be painting in pictures or just very you, good point you, you you need to have that coherence between the hemispheres oh really 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 good point i enjoy that because that makes sense because uh, you can't verbalize well your left the left brain working um it's like that podcast jill bolte taylor i think is her name she did that thing she had that stroke of insight it's like her whole left brain shut down and and she knew about this stuff she goes and she realized i'm having a stroke she realized something was going on but then it's like but she was in this real serene place in her mind on her right side it's like i'm just one with everything and it's like it's all beautiful then the left brain kick on it's like no you're having a stroke you need to get in touch with somebody <laughs> it's this is an emergency <laughs> and, but it, it's well, so how was she able to get that across memories the pictures she knew that she had to dial her office and she could re, she could correlate she had enough memory to realize that what a number looked like she couldn't left brain wouldn't tell her the phone number but she knew the pattern of the it, phone it, right so she had to match up the, the numbers it's like that looks like that she couldn't know it was like a nine she was dialing she goes that shape looks like that shape okay it, that's that's really interesting that she was able to do that so people that have had problems like that and they can't really communicate the way they used to do you think that they're using like like the left brain may have shut off but their right brain has taken over more so you may find that they're tapping or or something like that to communicate uh, a good example for for me is uh, a movie I watched once was uh, the sum of us with Russell Crowe yeah <clears throat> and his father had had a stroke and he figured out that his father would tap one what well, it was tapping so he had him tap one for yes two for no and then on his wheelchair he put a buzzer on it so he could hear him in another room when he was doing it. so that's 
still using some left brain though enough to know it to hit that button though isn't it don't you think we're always communicating though with, with even, everything without even verbalizing whether it be our gestures <laughs> what we're emitting from our body you talk you talk about like law of attraction things like that if you're emitting something from your energetic field right i mean you are constantly going to repeat whatever you're or attract whatever you're throwing out there whether it be an insecurity and you're gonna the universe is going to deliver that say like, okay this is what you're emitting therefore i'm going to deliver it to you because that's what you want it doesn't look at it as good or bad it's like or maybe it does know and it just wants you to become aware of what you're emitting so it's what you're asking for instead of what you want because wanting it like you've told me is lack of insecurities um what, whatever so your thoughts your <laughs> thoughts don't and that goes back to your thoughts are they in your brain or you do you just emit what you think well i don't know let's look at when you'll either think of something or i'll start doing something and you'll say i was just thinking about doing that yeah or asking you to do that but I've already started doing it but if you never verbalize that to me I'd never know that so are you thinking it and I'm doing it or am I about to do it and you get the idea in your head that I'm about to do it because we're still communicating even though we're silent okay let's talk about the things that have happened uh, the motorcycle you want to tell <laughs> you, want, you want to tell that story oh, this is great this is a great one uh, so just laying up laying there one day and uh john had fallen asleep and i was just kind of laying there and um i was thinking about all kinds of things and one of the things i was thinking about was i had a motorcycle one time it was an 85 nighthawk and i couldn't keep the front end down on the ground so i had taken it and gone to the dump and i found a diamond shaped piece of heavy metal and i uh, put it on the front forks of the motorcycle well, John woke up from this dream with several other things from his nap, and he starts telling me he sees a diamond on the front of a motorcycle. Now, were you thinking about that prior? Only while you were sleeping. Oh, you were? Okay. Just while you were sleeping. I've not, not prior. My mind just kind of ran while you were sleeping, because I couldn't sleep that day. Did, were you dreaming it, so I thought it? Or did my thought infiltrate your dream? In which case, what else can See, we do? I thought I was awake, or it was just not quiet state I believe you had fallen asleep well I know the other time it happened with uh, the bar and that was said, the same day I, I said I had a dream about a bar never been in before and described it with a wood paneling and where the bar was located <laughs> and I think where the bathroom was or where the kitchen was I can't remember the whole details about it you remember the bathrooms but it was kind of odd and then you were thinking about it and I'm tapped into, okay, or I'm dreaming about it. And you've never been there. So what happens when we go into that state of dreaming or closing down the left brain a little bit? Are we operating outside of time or, because I don't know if I was actually thinking about what you were thinking about or was I going back in time? I'm going to guess that you were probably going into my, my thoughts were going into you, but you were going back in time. In, the only reason I say you were going back in time is because I was thinking of a memory, therefore I was back in time. So you technically time jumped to a memory I had long before I knew you. But then described the parking lot in the building to a T so that I knew exactly what you were talking about when you started to tell me about it. Yeah. What I also find interesting is that's the same day that when you got up, after you had this incredible vision like that, 
that you were staggery and stumbly. It's almost like you you crossed into a, another dimension, and when you came back, it was, back, yeah, you had a hard time coming back. It took you some time to recalibrate yourself to here. Oh, it's definitely yeah. So can you tell me what that feels like? It's a horrible feeling when you wake up. It's like you're not all here. And it's almost like you're having a hard time acclimating to this reality, or even your body for that matter. Can you feel your body? Do you notice hey, the you same feel, sensations? You feel your body, but it's a heaviness, and it's, it's like you're not lined up with it. Okay, so what's the longest you've ever gone? Uh, I've, had, I've had a whole day where I've been out, like, draggy. Uh, An energetic you know, lag? Energetic lag, but it's almost like, where's the rest of me? How does your mind like, feel? Does it feel oh, like it's, it's working, it's, it's, or is it's, it slow? It's, it's a portion of who I am. It's like you come back into this reality, and it's like, okay, where's the rest of me? I didn't all come back last night. So when that happens to you, can you... It's almost like a jet lag type feeling, I guess is how it is. <laughs> and, and if you're traveling outside of the body, that would almost make sense. Maybe it was a bad re-entry. Well, okay. So you're coming too hot. Too fast. That makes sense. Just like the, you've, you've had times before where you've had your outer body experience, and then you've come back, you said, and... You thought that your body was too small for you to fit into? Oh, yeah. That was, that was Can really... you explain that one to me again? I love the story. It was a very... Cool, <laughs> He's got a big cool, smile on his face. Cool yeah. uh, experience. It was, I was sleeping, and I found myself in a land. I don't know where it was. Um, it was like a really... Uh, like water on the shore, and you come in, and there's a bunch of people standing around on this grassy knoll and there was a familiar feeling about it and nobody had a name they were all known by like the frequency that they emitted from their heart it was like the love you could just tell them everybody had a different frequency and you knew them just by their frequency did their anybody's heart frequency line up with somebody else's heart frequency i don't know it was more it was weird i felt were like you involved or a bystander watching I was involved. They re they realized it who they was me. They could see you. They could see me. It was like welcome. So they could feel your heart. Yes, and and that's okay. and that's how it wasn't like I was John, and that was Sue. It was like you didn't have a label. A name is a label. Right. That's right. They they it had a frequency, and you knew them by their frequency. Uh, I just got goosebumps going up my kundalini. And then I found myself with no memories. I had no idea who I was. I, I just remember that instance, and I didn't even have a name at that point. Then I found myself in this blue light. It was like electric. It almost looked like water waves, like with the sunlight hitting it. And I'm just encompassed by this whole blue light. And so this is all around your body, or all around the area you're in. It's. I was. It was almost like you were in a pool of water. It's what it looked like. Was and it that, like a gel way, around you? I really had no sensory feeling. Like I'm just observing. So it really didn't matter. No, it didn't. I had no preconceived notions okay. of what I'm just I just was and I was in this you just observing. was yeah I like that okay. I was just observing it and and I can see like stars going by and and I didn't realize that stars is in you see in the sky yes, or stars yes, like floaties it, yes like stars going by in the sky so is it dark or is this during the day it was dark but I could still see the darkness beyond the, the blue okay. and I realized oh I'm moving did anybody else have a blue hue around them? No, this is I was by myself. This now you're by yourself. Then I then I realized that I'm in space, and it's like so I'm having a little more left brain kick on, and it's like I'm moving, and then I found myself. Oh, then I hear the tone in my head, 
Which, now the tone, we probably should explain what that is. Explain the tone. What most doctors call tinnitus. tinnitus thank you. Is actually... Well, I don't know. But I'm sure tinnitus exists, but this this tone. You see, it, it's, I almost, think it's almost like a, a home, a beacon to come home. And, and, and it brought me back... So it's your frequency tone. Exactly. And it brought me back to my body. And I remember being right outside of my bed. And when I heard this tone, my memories kicked back on. But I'm not in my body. And I know I'm just way too big to fit in this shell. <laughs> it's like, and, and then this fear came over me. And it was like... What was the fear of? It's like, I'm just too big. I can't fit in that body. <laughs> and it's like... And it was like a... I don't know how... It's like putting a big computer on a little floppy or a thumb drive. It's like, it's just too much information to put it into this thing. It's like... And it was like... It was really... It's like heavy. So that sounds like oh, as you were... It was re quick. It was quick. It was quick. It's, but it sounds like as you were getting ready to re-enter, it's the first time you had any sense of fear or doubt. Once my left brain kicked on, yeah. I knew exactly where I was outside of my body. And it's like, I'm way too big. <laughs> and the human the human left brain part of it just you put that fear back in me. So the human left fear part... Even though I wasn't in my body, those, those memories were still there. I had the memories at that point outside of the body. Based on what you've always been told, though, because the left brain kicked in. Something kicked in. Saying you can't fit. I just knew it. I was way too big for this body. And then I was just compressed right down to nothing. It's like, it's like me taking a big old fire and just putting it right in like a little sparkler. And, and then it's like right back in the body. And I remember the first time I, when it first happens, like, I woke right up. It's like, Were you tired when you ugh. woke up? It's, first thing I thought is, it's so heavy here. It's like the gravity. It's like, ugh. It was, just, it was and, and the, the restriction of the, the body. It's like I was so much bigger. All right. Well, they can't see the look on your face right now, but it sounds like the the gravity really just the gravity you want it back out the, of your the body. The gravity, the compression of who I was, tied into this little tiny shell. Did you want back out of your shell? That's what it sounds like. Looking oh, at it you. just it just it just reminded me of I don't know. It's just how heavy it is here. And I don't know if it's our baggage, if it's gravity. I don't know what it was, but it, it was a freedom outside of the body. Okay, so when you were over there, and you didn't have a name, and you, you, you everybody had a heart frequency. I had no memory of who I was. You didn't know your name? No. Really? I just was okay. existing. You just were. Observing. You just were. And these other people that you saw in there were just were as well. I don't know if I knew them or not. It didn't seem like I knew them. But you felt weightless I, or just light? There and I felt like I was on the ground like they were, okay. and I don't know how I got from the ground back to the sky. I, I don't have any memory of that. That's really interesting. I like that. But I had no memory of getting there either. See that—that's an incredible story. Have you had more than one episode like that? Not that strong. No, where I was woken right up out of a sleep, knowing what was going on with that full memory. All right, so that, that was, was nice. Now. What do you think the factors were why you were able to remember that? Because it was so vivid? Or because of the fear you felt coming back in your body made you remember it? That's possible. But I, but I was able to pull back the place. That That's the cool part. And and almost like the re-entry of my mind, of who I was. Before, it was just like a little baby with no memory. I mean, that's what it felt like. Or And there was nothing keeping me trapped. Maybe that's part of it that allowed me to go there. There was no memory of myself baggage interesting was this and, I, and I can tell you exactly where I was in, in life at that point it was it, was it was the fact that this reality didn't really bind me anymore there was nothing that really kept 
me here as far as no, like no. wanting to fight with anything. I just might. I don't, don't want to cut you off there. I need. I'd like to know a little bit more about what do you mean? There was nothing really keeping you here. As far as dramas, um, there was nothing really to stimulate my interest. So had you been in a large meditative state or an isolation state? Or it was something? more of a self uh, isolation state. There was just nothing. Work didn't interest me. Relationships didn't interest me. There was just no physical tie. Was it like a depression? It could have been a depression or just like a non-attachment. Detachment. Detachment is actually a good word. Maybe just going through the motions in life and not really being tied to here. All right. It's like it so it gave you a freedom in a way to tra astro travel. I don't know what it was. Would you call that an astro travel? Out of body, I don't know what you call it. Because it's hard. I mean, labeling things, of course, makes things um, less than and it limits everything. Is you've taught me that. So don't want to really label it. But it was the essence of who I was. Uh, so, that's even better. So you found your essence. Well, I think it's always there. But and, you experienced you it at full volume. When you don't identify yourself as the body, and then you realize, it's like, oh, I'm going to be put back in this body. That's been labeled, named. And, and it also holds all your cellular memories, for that matter. You know, it's like, so you're going to go back in there, and it's just going to weigh you down, and maybe that's the heaviness of the gravity. Maybe that's what gravity is. It's memories. This is interesting. I just saw an orb go by my eye. I believe it. What you're talking about. I believe this. it. See them all the time. <laughs> and I, you, now, that's something. You, you just had two of them uh, this past week. two days in a row. This, yeah. Both in the morning. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's spirit or not, but it's white. It's white. Were they around the same time, both mornings? Yes. Really? Do you remember what time they were? I don't. Maybe five. But then again, maybe that's what the nature of reality is, is to keep you asking questions. And that keeps you tied here. So if you stop asking questions... But that's isn't that part of life? Isn't that the part of life, though? You always have to. Oh, qu have question to. everything. You have to question what's real and what's not. Your dream state. What's yours? Could be your what's really yours and what's other people's? You know how, how you feel. Is it is it what? Is it my feelings or is it somebody else's? Well, this just popped in my head when you said that. So it's interesting that if you look at the psychological doctor's view, as opposed to the spiritual view, you have being an empath. A psychologist is going to look at you and say, you know, oh, well, that's just empathy. So you have empath, empathy. They're close to the same word, but one wants you to think that it's wrong, that being Western medicine, where spirituality wants you to believe that it's okay, but you got to learn how to control and know what is your feelings well, as well, opposed to somebody else's. Well, they want you to wear the label they give you, and, and I don't believe in that. Good for you because the more labels they give you, the more confusing it is, and probably the more it's going to weigh you down. Yep. And you're probably not going to have that enlightened moment and where you. And most of us trouble. wear those labels proudly, regardless if they're good or bad. You've and, noticed that. And it's well, not, nothing against older people, but how, how they love getting in a crowd talking about all the pills they're on and all their ailments. And it's like that's. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not what I want to look forward to. A few years ago, I was I heard some people talking, and I said, you know, wow. These are the cool people that I hang out with now. All they do is talk about what's wrong with them. Yeah. yeah but uh, as you get older, you know, you do have your elements, but you don't, John's been really great with me on this. You don't have to own them. No, I don't think you do. I mean, the mind, your words and your thoughts, I mean, why would you want to put yourself in a category like that? It's a box and you can't get out of a box once you're in it. But see, I, I, I really enjoyed this part because John, John's a very healthy individual, and 
it's it's incredible to see somebody you know I mean not he's not old but you know somebody in their 50s no prescription medications none of this stuff you do have your herbal medication pills that you take yep. like vitamins yeah vitamins but ginger is the horrible one for me because I can't swallow it makes me make funny faces but it makes John happy uh, but that's all that's all you have to take and John has recently started a new regimen and I think we're going to tap in more on these regiments that he's experimenting with on the next podcast but uh, I'll leave it there for right now John remind me though I'd like to talk about how, how much is the, the and that goes back to the thing I mean what do I say when I take a pill it's like I tell myself now that these are these are healing these are doing a good job so I'm putting an intention out there when I'm taking the pills now how's that any different than when people used to sit down and just you know bless their food are they changing the frequency of the food to affect their body? Changing the frequency of the food, or some might call it a placebo effect. Doesn't matter if it works. Exactly. So now, you could take a sugar pill. That's right. And tell, tell yourself it it's works, fixing the problem. So you're saying that it's not so much. It's your intention. Now, what are you doing? I really want to touch base on your regimen that you're taking what, because what you, I want to know. I know you're trying to talk. But I'm on a roll. Hang on, biscuit time. <laughs> so, is it the re next podcast? I, I really want to touch base on your regiment, and is it the actual regiment that's making you feel better, or is it your mindset because you're taking them and you believe in what they're doing? And maybe just something is help clearing up the mind and, and making me more focused. I mean, what did you just start doing? You started writing. I mean, how are you feeling now? Where you're writing, your intentions. Uh, the uh, very I feel focused while I'm doing it, which is really good. Um, we know that I have that spaciness feeling. I'm not sure why I dream state. I can't seem to come out of it. Maybe uh, maybe you can help me with that. <laughs> but uh, when I'm done writing, I have that. It takes me a little bit to come. When I'm writing, I leave because when I'm done writing, it takes me a little bit to come back to get my focus back to here. And there's something called that, and I can't think of what it's called. Not channeled writing, but it's along that lines. Oh, uh, we you, we used to do it. We used to, we used to talk about it. what the name of it is, but that's okay. Name names are always a good thing. Oh my God, have we really spent twenty seven minutes talking about this? Now already? a word from our sponsor. <laughs> wow, wow. So we're this is our practice podcast. Um, Today's the 20th of January, 2018. This is our first attempt. So, uh, I, any closing thoughts? No, not really. I, I think I just want to challenge what we know, why we think we know what we know. Let's play with the matrix a little bit, expand our consciousness. I mean, if everything's coexisting at one time, why can't we tap into it? Why do we have to use our words? Why do we have to use our thoughts? Why can't we just jump into this thing? this universal mind and, and I think people are waking up and I think this is why it's a great time I know personally I listen to a lot of podcasts I, I love exploring consciousness um, it's a passion of mine and I think other people are waking up to that well honestly I'm thrilled because I never listened to a podcast you sent me a couple your enthusiasm for them got me excited about them and uh, oh, we've always thought a little differently. It doesn't mean it's bad. We've always just thought differently, and maybe that's maybe that's what we need in the world right now is a new mindset. I think that's great. We're running low on time now, so we're going to uh, definitely come back to these subjects. Um, 
I want, like I said, I really want to talk about your regiment because I, I see changes in you. It's my aura. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. There's a whole bunch about aura stuff we want to tap into. So uh, we're going to close out. Um, we are Pyro Compass. And, Appreciate uh, you tuning in. We'll see where this takes, and eventually we'll get there. We can have call-ins and really exchange energy and ideas. Yeah, we'll even have a theme song. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Yes, appreciate it. Thank you.